0: You're listening to the Run With The Herd podcast powered up by Herd Nation, a member of the Rivals Network. For the latest information, news, and stories on Marshall University athletics, check out the Run With The Herd podcast.
1: Sideline across midfield. Keaton gets a block. Here he goes. 30, 20, 10 to lead Keaton all the way. Touchdown, Thundering Heard. DeWeaver takes the snap, backs up inside the five, flushed out of the pocket. Hodge wraps him up and sacks him. Third sack of the day, third sack of the half for Darius Hodge. Fields the football, rolls left, throws deep downfield for Gaines. He makes the catch left sideline 15 and cuts right. Xavier Gaines across the 10, ankles over the five. He's fighting for the goal line. He dives into the end zone. Touchdown Heard and Marshall takes the lead. To give to Knox. Goes right, has the first down, breaks the tackle. Over the 10 and 5, Brendan Knox drags it owl over the goal line. He's in. Touchdown, Herd. Marshall takes the lead with 36 seconds to play. Brendan Knox on a 17 yard run, and what a run it was.
0: Without further ado, the Running with the Herd podcast and welcome here we are in the running with the herd podcast powered up by herd nation a part of the rivals network and we are here on a very special live stream multi-stream edition of the podcast my name is aaron coleman i'm the host and producer of the running with the herd podcast joined here by some very special guests started off with uh herd nation staff writer josh dowers josh welcome man thanks for having me man absolutely and The three guys here that you see on your screen are some commitments for the class of 2021 as they will be signing with the Thundering Herd this uh, upcoming winter. That, of course, is uh, Specialist John McConnell, Running Back Ethan Payne, and Offensive Lineman Bryce Biggs, all from the Mountain State of West Virginia. Fellas, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right. And uh, um, guys, uh, we're having you on uh, to talk a little bit about um, National Signing Day. Uh, There's an early period, as you know, it used to just be in February. But with the way things are going now, um, you have the early signing period in December and then you have the later signing period in February. And you guys all obviously have signed your letters of intent to play football for the Marshall Thundering Herd. Um Ethan, we'll start with you here. Um first of all, congratulations on uh signing with the Thundering Herd. And uh what was it about Marshall that made it feel like home for you?
2: Um I think it's the coaching making us making me feel welcoming. Uh when I went on a visit there and uh it's close to home. It's about 30 minutes away from Polka, so. A bunch of my friends and family can come watch me. So it's just a special place uh, to play.
0: Absolutely. And uh, Bryce, I mean, obviously uh, Huntington's in your backyard. I mean, obviously playing in Spring Valley. Um, Owen Porter, who uh, went to Spring Valley, is now a member of the defensive (coughs) line rotation. Uh, What was it about um, Marshall that kind of drew you in?
3: You know, I've I've always been close to Marshall. Like you said, it's right in our backyard. So it only takes me twenty minutes to get there from my house. Great coaching staff. You know, as you all seen, you may have seen last week, Marshall's offensive line got ranked number six in the nation, best offensive line. And that's a huge accomplishment. That's you know, that's that shows that they've got a great offensive line and it'd be a great atmosphere, you know, good hometown, good hometown school for me to go to. And they 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 just make me feel like I'm at home there. They welcome me and uh, and it's gonna be a great place to play football.
0: Absolutely. And uh, last but not least, John, I mean, obviously, Marshall has had a great tradition of uh, specialists, both punters and kickers at the university. Um, what made you feel like Marshall was the place that you wanted to continue your football career?
4: Uh, for me, it was definitely just like the environment and tradition around the program, you know, playing for a place where it means more.
0: Absolutely. And uh, Josh, I mean, obviously, as a guy who's uh, familiar with the uh, high school football in the area and a guy who uh, understands, you know, just what uh, each of these three young men have uh, had to do in their high school careers. um, Just talk a little bit about um, these guys and just, you know, what it's like being a West Virginia kid committing to, West Virginia school, just, you know, the, how special that is.
5: I mean, I think it's huge for, I mean, not just these three guys, but I mean the community as well. Um, you know, I, I think it just helps rally the community around Marshall. I mean, you know, Ethan and Bryce are literally right down the road from one, you know, from the university and, you know, John's just a few hours away. And, and that kind of reaches us into the, you know the northern part of the state i won't mention what other schools up that way but uh <laughs> you know i like uh, i like being competitive with, with those guys and anytime anytime we can dip into that part of the state and, and take somebody you know it's talented to see them that's always a good thing um you know obviously <laughs> i didn't play division one football so like i can't hear can't sit here and say what you know what it's like for these guys i mean they can speak to it better than i can i mean uh yeah, you know, I'm local. You know, I'm, I'm here in Hurricane, So, I mean, I've seen Ethan play. and I've seen Bryce play both. Um, so, I mean, I've got a pretty good idea of what Marshall's getting there, um, which is you know, part of the reason why, like, I've been pretty excited about, you know, both of their commitments. Um, you know, John, I think, adds a little bit different dimension to the special teams aspect. I mean, he's got, a, you know, a big leg. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, I think, like I said, I, I just think it's a special thing when, you know, whether it's one kid or in this case, you know, the thing about West Virginia football is it gets overlooked a lot. And, um, um. you know, especially here recently, I mean, my God, I mean, we've been turning out like, you know, D1 prospects like crazy. And, and this year's class is no different. I mean, like I said, you know, we're talking to three of them here. Um, you know, Caleb LeBron's another one. He's not with us tonight, but I mean, um, you know, he's committed in the 21 class, and then, you know, there's, you know, a bevy of other kids, too, but uh, like I said, I, I just think it's special for the community and in the state of West Virginia. I mean, anytime that we can recognize the talent in West Virginia, I mean, I think that's, I know for, I know for Doc, I mean, I know that's something, you know, year in, year out, he's like trying, trying to target. I mean, like, you know, obviously he's looking, you know, when he can drive, you know, 15 minutes down the road and, tr- and talk to a guy like Bryce Biggs, I mean, you know, he'd be stooped not to, I mean, no offense to Doc, but, you know, the guy knows what he's doing, but he'd be, he'd be kind of crazy not to be doing stuff like that. But, uh, you know, there's other kids out there, but, uh, you know, as far as this class goes, you know, I know the staff's really happy with, you know, with what they have in place and, and moving forward with the future of martial football.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, one thing about West Virginia high school sports, I mean, you know, you guys all have a chip on your shoulder, Ethan, Bryce, and John, as well as, uh, Caleb, who's not with us tonight. And, uh, Uh, Billy Ross, who uh, is a commitment as well. He started out in North Carolina, but will be playing for the Herd uh, next year. I mean, you guys uh, definitely have that chip on your shoulder. I mean, like Josh was alluding to, I mean, you know, the state is kind of overlooked when it comes to high school talent, but you guys are ready to show that on the big stage, on the Conference USA stage. Um, Bryce, we'll start off with you. I mean, you talked about that offensive line being nationally ranked, um, a bunch of guys on a cohesive unit. Um, did you see some uh, similarities between the guys at Marshall um, in terms of their cohesion and you know the fact that they were a, a group of guys who were playing as one, along with like some of your Spring Valley teammates, and kind of saying to yourself like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take like the brotherhood and some of the technique and some of the stuff that I learned here at Spring Valley and implement that down the road in Huntington.
3: Yeah, so we have uh, – we've got Coach Terry, our offensive line coach. You know, he's, he goes to every camp that we've ever been to, uh, and he pulls a lot of, of technique drills and drill, different drills and stuff like that from all these different colleges and, and pro coaches. And uh, and he's taken a, a lot of his drills and stuff from Marshall. And so, you know, Coach Atkins, I've talked a lot with him, their offensive line coach. And the way we do things as a team at Spring Valley and at, at what we'll do at Marshall – is a lot of the same stuff. I mean, you know, that's who like you always say when you you know when you're a kid, you have a role model, you look up to somebody. As a team, mm-hmm. as a team, like the way we want to uh, you know, hold ourselves up on the field, the way we practice, we look up to Marshall in that way. So you know, we're trying to we're trying to uh, be a, a unit like their offensive line is, and I feel like we've done a great job of that. That's why we we push out kids all the time, like you were saying, uh, to to D1 schools, and then we have a lot of kids that don't necessarily go D1 that are still playing college football. Um, but, you know, we're a unit just like they are. We take a lot of our char- characteristics from them. And I think that's what makes Huntington's uh, – or uh, Marshall's offensive line and Spring Valley's offensive line so special.
0: For sure. And, uh, Ethan, as a uh, running back, you know, uh, making, making guys uh, – Miss, you know, punishing them in between the tackles. I mean, you know, you see a guy like Brendan Knox, who's the um, not only the team MVP, but Conference USA MVP and everything like that. What is it about your skill set that you could bring to the running back room at Marshall?
2: Uh, I think it's a lot similar to Brendan Knox, you know, physical runner, uh, making people miss like that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for it.
0: Absolutely. And uh, John, we had uh, spoken to you a little bit about the uh, tradition at kicker and punter at uh, Marshall university. I mean, obviously uh, most recently, Justin Rohrwasser was drafted in the uh, fifth round as a uh, kicker, but also had some experience punting the football as well. Um, Just talk to me a little bit about um, just the fact of, you know, if, you're either going to pin a guy back with a punt and pin the opposing team deep inside the ten, or if they're looking to line up and kick a game-winning field goal, just, you know, kind of the mental aspect of that and what it takes to go out and be able to deliver on that.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, really what it comes down to is it's just like another kick. You know, it's something that you practice every day, something that you work on every day, and it's not like it's anything different you know, you have to have that approach of just being calm and just doing your own thing. Cause you know, you can do it. They're not going to send you out to do something if you can't
0: do it. Absolutely. And we are live streaming here on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow running with the herd on Twitter at R with the herd. You can follow her nation and her nation. You can follow each of these guys on Twitter. I tagged all of them in the little teaser post. So, uh, those of you who are fans of the Marshall Thundering Herd and fans of local West Virginia high school football, if you're not following these guys already, be sure to give them a follow. A lot of their parents have, uh, you know, given when we were setting this up, a lot of their parents were pretty excited about this, uh, given it getting a chance to uh, be here on the live stream. So. Lots of uh, friends and family are going to be tuning in here tonight and can uh, view it in post-production a little bit later. So be sure to follow these guys. Be sure to support these guys on their journey from high school to Division One. Uh, we already have a comment here from uh, Trevor Lahoski, too. Welcome to Marshall Thundering Herd Football. So uh, a welcome there from uh, Trevor Lahoski there. And if you want to send a shout-out to these guys, if you want to send a sh- uh, question, for me or Josh, you can chime in on the live stream, either Facebook or Twitter. We will read the comments live here on the air. Um, Josh, uh, anything uh, anything that you would like to uh, add or ask these guys here as we move forward?
5: Guys, it's been a kind of a crazy year. Um, you know, I know, you know, it's the college <coughs> an level, and I know for you guys at the high school level, it's been wild with, you know, the – the in-state map and all that going on. Um, just talk about, you know, maybe you know, how that's impacted your seasons. I mean, obviously, I know your guys' season was cut short for the most part. I know Ethan and Bryce is sp- specifically, uh, but uh, yeah, just kind of talk about that each of you, I should say, um, and how difficult that was. I mean, you know, it's basically your last year. Well, it is your last year of high school football, and I mean, I know. I know how that felt when I played my last game, and it was tough. Um, but, uh, you know, talk about that and then talk about, you know, just being able – knowing that you're not playing – you're not done playing football. I mean, you guys get to go on to the next level and, and how special
2: that is. Ethan, go Ethan, go ahead and go first. Uh, yeah, uh, I just feel bad for the seniors not getting a chance to play another down football. Like, week in, week out, we were playing the map instead of playing the opponent. that kind of sucked on our part, but, you know, you can only control what you can control, but yeah, it really, it really sucked, sucked at the season. Yeah. That's something that Doc's talked about, you know, to the guys a lot and, you know, just
5: control what you can control. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, adversity strikes in sports period and I mean, especially football, but, uh, you know, that's a really good way to look at it is, you know, just control what you can control. But, uh, John, you know, for you, you know, in your 2020 season, just kind of talk about how that played out.
4: Yeah, it uh, it was kind of unfortunate for me right before our last game, I got contact traced, so I wasn't allowed to go to the game or anything. Like, I'd already left for the game. Like, I was in the car when I got the call. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty unfortunate. We missed our first four games, so I wasn't able to do a whole lot this year. But, yeah, I'm definitely very fortunate to get to play the next level and
5: keep playing. And Bryce, for you, I know. Like I said, I know your all season kind of got cut short there. Just you know, just kind of talk about that.
3: Yeah, it was, it was rough. You know, as a team, we had something special this year. We've got, we've always got a big team. We had a hundred some kids up there, we had, I think, uh, a little over thirty. Like we had thirty seniors. I mean, that's that's a lot. You know, oh my gosh. So, and a lot of those kids aren't going to be able to go go off and, and play anywhere. I know some will. Um, but but a lot of them aren't. I feel bad for those kids. You know it, it's terrible, especially with how the season's gone. Um, I know we got got to play. We got to play five games and uh, and against some really good teams. We had some really good games. Um, we had a bad game. Uh, we we did a lot in, in those five games. Uh, you know, like playing Martinsburg and, and beating them and Bridgeport. And you know we we did a lot of good things. But we went on there after that and had five and a half. Weeks of practice where we practiced six days a week and we never played a game. It was the map every week, and, and the map won. So, you know, we had a last practice, and our coach told us at the end, you know, that that uh, that we were done, we were disqualified from playoffs, and that was that was one of the hardest things to you know to hear because you're spending the whole summer day in, day out, with with your brothers out there, you know, working as hard as you can to go on and, and have a great season and win a state championship when uh, when, you know, when they come up to you and tell you that it's over, it's just – I mean, it's it's it's, an, it's a shot to the gut. It, it hurts. But it is what it is. It's out of our hands, like Ethan said. And, uh, you know, I, I'm fortunate to be able to play somewhere in college. But, you know, a lot of those kids aren't, and that's who I feel bad for.
5: You know, that's something that, you know, Doc's talked about. Like, you, know, you were kind of talking about, you know, being there all summer. You know, our guys have been, you know, on campus since, like, May 12th and, and haven't been able to mm-hmm. leave. I mean, they've basically been – practicing working out you know without their families for you know the you know for the exception of a few of them whose family's been able to travel to the games and stuff but uh you know that's something i was talking to somebody earlier today about you know i can't imagine you know being a you know 19 20 22 year old kid and and not being able to see my family you know basically for you know 10 months and you know and basically being you know locked down on the campus, you know, basically, you know, but, you know, those guys too have dealt with it really well. You know, they've, you know, uh, early on in practice and stuff like in in fall camp. You know, some of those guys talked about it and like the maturity that those guys handled it with was was really impressive to me and um, you know, that's 2020's been crazy, man. It's, it doesn't seem like it's stopping unfortunately. So, but uh yeah, I hated to see that things things played out for you guys the way it did. I mean, yeah, I know for um, you know for like I said for Ethan and Bryce, you know, especially I'm a little bit more familiar with you guys just because I'm local. But you know for John's situation too, that, that's I, I was unaware of that for you. So that's that's even worse, dude. I'm I'm so sorry to hear that. But uh, you know it's uh, you guys have got a lot to play for in the future, and then and like I said, that's what I'm excited for for you guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, hearing you guys talk about um, getting those um notifications from your coaches from the state saying that you guys will not be playing high school football any longer. I tell you what, it kind of hit me because I was watching this a couple of days ago. I just happened to come across YouTube and it just happened to come in my uh, come across in my videos was one of the final scenes of Friday Night Lights, the movie, when uh, they came up one yard short in the state championship game and the opposing team ran off and celebrated the championship. But it was the guys from Odessa Permian who were huddled around, um, consoling one another, knowing that this was the last time that they were going to go and play football with their friends, guys that they played ball with since they were kids. I mean, for each of you guys, I mean, you guys have probably played ball with the same kids since you were in youth league all the way on up through middle school and high school and knowing that this was going to be the last time that you ever took the field with these guys, that that really had to be a gut punch like you said, Bryce. Yeah.
3: It I mean it, it definitely was. Um, you know, I was actually, I was actually a, a transfer kid. I, I came in um, my sophomore year to Spring Valley, um, okay. but I knew a lot of the kids over there and it was, it was hard. You know, it really was a child you even though, even though I was fairly new, you know, you can build a lot of friendships and, and make a deep brotherhood in three years of being there. That, I mean, that's for sure. You know, I've never felt more like a family with a team before than I have when I was there. So yeah, it, it, it was terrible. It was awful
5: you know something for you guys you know and we kind of talked about it already just being the in state kids you know and and I don't I don't know I know you know Ethan and Bryce are different levels and I know I don't think, I don't think Bryce and John ever played against each other in high school did you I don't, I don't think that- I don't remember Spring Valley and Morgan playing it just kind of talk mm-hmm. about like I mean like I guess the in state side of things I mean like it is that kind of I mean, I know we have that, like, you know, that side text, you know, just with you guys, but, um, you know, just having, I don't know. I mean, playing with like other guys in state, I mean, like it's almost like an assumed brotherhood, you know, kind of like Aaron was talking about with like, you know, the Friday night light guys, you know, that's, I don't know. Like, like I said, I, I just think it's real special that you guys get to play together, you know, all from, you know, two, or three hours of one another. I mean, you know, in college and, and not just in college, but I mean, you know, you guys are all going in, going in, in the same class. So, you uh, know, I just think that's really special. Um, you know, I just, if you guys could talk about like maybe like the idea of like of playing with other in-state kids. Yeah. John, how's that play out for you?
4: Yeah. I mean, that that's definitely really cool to uh, get to do that because it is another like brotherhood thing that we get to experience.
5: You know, you know, Marshall, you know, a lot of people, for whatever reason, you know, don't, don't even realize that, you know, how many in-state kids we have on the roster. I mean, Aaron kind of talked about it. I mean, we've got a number mm-hmm. of, you know, kids from Spring, Spring Valley on the roster. Um, and other kids too, you know, locally, you know, Billy will be another one, you know, next year. But, uh. You know, it's just wild. You know how many in-state kids. Like I said, West Virginia talent just gets overlooked. I mean, like it's just not a traditional power in terms of recruiting, and you know, a lot of team. A lot of times, people overlook that stuff. But uh, you know, Ethan, for you, what's it mean? You know, to be able to play with
2: some other kids. You know, from from down the road. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, I've never played with anybody outside my school, so I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, On our team, we only have about. 30 kids on on Pocus team so it, it's gonna be fun to explore with other teammates
5: Yeah, for sure and bryce like you said you know you were an out-of-state kid already and you kind of already like you know, transitioned into another team so i mean like you understand what that brother that brotherhood's about you know just kind of talk about you know you know moving on to the next level and being able to play with guys like ethan and john
3: oh for sure you know <clears throat> caleb who's not able to be here uh you know, me and him have talked a lot. Uh, we're, we're, we're becoming, we're becoming good buddies already. Um, talking to him every day. And, uh, and I, I think we're going to run the Like we've, we've already talked about all this stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be cool, you know, being able to play with all these other in-state kids. Uh, it's not like a high school, you know, right. I mean, it is just at a bigger level, uh, but it's, it's not where I'll be playing with the kids that I've been playing with for a few years. You know, I'll be going into a new team with a bunch of new kids. Um, and so it's, it's going to be just another family. You got to build more relationships and, and then uh, progress together. It's, it's going to be cool.
5: Yeah, I think another aspect, you know, for you guys, not only are you playing with other in-state kids, but you're playing for an in-state coach. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of the fact that Doc, Doc's from Hurricane and played at Hurricane. But, uh, you know, I, I just think that's that, – that, that whole thing is, is cool in itself. Like I said, you know, anytime – I'm a huge proponent of all things West Virginia, um, so, you know, anytime time – yeah, I can rep the 304. I'm definitely doing that, but uh, you know, I just always think that's like, yeah, a great situation for you guys and um, you know, just like I said, the community, like I said earlier.
0: We are here in the live stream, multi-stream podcast here with Running With The Herd and Herd Nation. Aaron Coleman alongside Josh Stowers, Ethan Payne, Bryce Biggs, and John McConnell. If you have a question for Josh or myself, or if you have a encouraging word for Ethan, Bryce, or John, you can uh, chime in on the live stream. You can comment on either Facebook or Twitter. Uh, A couple more here, guys, before we let you roll. Um, Obviously, uh, Josh had alluded to it. Um, Doc's an in-state guy. is from Hurricane West Virginia. You guys are going to be playing with the native West Virginians and uh, quarterback Grant Wells, uh, Amir Richardson, who's from Morgantown. Um, Some of the guys um, that you have played ball either with or against. Um, Just talk to me a little bit about what it's like, you know, kind of carrying the 304 on your back, so to speak. Um, Not only when you arrive on campus, but also when you go up and you play against um, other opponents. Just uh, talk to me about the hometown pride that you carry with you. We'll start out with you, John.
4: Yeah, it's really cool to get to represent more than just the school, but to get to represent like the state in the school. Something not everyone gets to do. So, definitely looking forward to that.
0: Very true, Ethan. What about you, sir?
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, looking forward for it too. Uh, you know, a bunch of guys from West Virginia—they don't really get out of of state much—and uh, be able just get an opportunity to right rep through for it means a lot.
0: Bryce, what about you, man?
3: Uh, you know, it, it's going to be cool to be able to represent uh, not just a school, like John said, but the area, the state, you know. Um, you've got a lot of local people doing it. There's a lot of culture. There's a lot of culture be set with Marshall, you know, uh, the football program to be specific. So it, it's going to be awesome to be able to represent more than just a high school.
0: For sure. And uh, last one here for you guys, uh, what is Marshall getting when – you arrive on campus ethan Payne. when you arrive on campus day one what is the football team what is coach holiday going to get when ethan Payne suits up puts the pads on and gets ready for that first practice
2: uh a hard-nosed kid that won't stop
0: (laughs) awesome what is coach atkins gonna see when bryce biggs walks out onto the practice field for the first time as a lineman what's What's Coach
3: Atkins getting himself into there? Hey, he's gonna he's gonna get a, a a tough competitor. He's gonna he's gonna get a competitor and a leader for the most part, you know. Got the size, got everything else, you know, and I, I'm coachable, but definitely my, my biggest uh, the things that I'm best at is leading, leading and I, I like to compete.
0: Awesome. And uh John McConnell, when you get out there for that first practice in the green in the Kelly Green and White. What are the co- What's the coaching staff going to see from you?
4: Uh, just a hard worker. Yeah, a hard worker competitor. Just going to do my best every day.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, best of luck to you. Congratulations once again from Josh and myself on signing with Marshall, uh, the three or four of the nation. Uh, welcome you open arms. So uh, congratulations, guys, once again. This is a big moment in your lives. When you're old men like Josh and myself, we're not really that old, but when you're in your 30s and everything, and uh, later on down the line, you'll remember this moment. You'll remember the day that you signed that letter of intent, and you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. So, guys, thank you very much once again for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Go herd, and hopefully we'll talk to you again here very soon. Thank yep. You.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank, thanks, fellas. Music credits for the intro go to Jonathan, the producer. Jonathan Walsh wrote it and produced it in conjunction with Savage Multimedia Group. Game audio is credited to Steve Cotton, Marshall University, and Learfield IMG College. Thanks for listening to the Running with the Herd podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at rwiththeherd and also at Herd Nation. Also like us on Facebook at Running with the Herd and at Marshall Thundering Herd at Herd Nation. Thanks again and go Herd.